is the No Prisoners podcast. We're Bucks County's number one investigative journalists currently attacking all journalism. So pretty soon we're gonna be the number one journalists in all of Bucks County. Oh. It's, it's tough competition out there, but they're <laughs> dropping like flies against us. We're getting to the bottom of things. And we have this beautiful venue here, 86 West Restaurant and Bar in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. They have a private dining room. What will we call it? Atmosphere. Yeah, man, it's vibe. Attached to the main restaurant. We have private events going down here. We host a private event here the last Wednesday of every month. Hell yeah. Which kicks ass. Things We got a private bar, <laughs> these beautiful booze dining room, private bathrooms. If you've got a corporate event, maybe you just want to throw a party. Maybe you're just a party animal. This yeah. is the place for you. Uh, great food too. Great food, great drinks. Yeah. Bartenders. Good sushi. Good sushi too. Yeah, they literally <laughs> have it all. Sushi, they it all. steak. They have burgers. Gilmar, <laughs> Gilmar. No, they're, uh, you're laughing, but the, bur the burgers oh. here slap. The Kobe burgers. The I Kobe bur had burgers. Oh, so good. Sushi here. Uh, See, people don't know. They got some good people stuff. People don't man. know. The menu here is top notch. This is probably one of, if not the best venue, combined with food and service in all of Bucks County, possibly oh, yeah. Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I'm not like I like to joke around. Oh, I'm not joking around. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Um, with our special guest tonight, Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, go. let's go. <laughs> so Lonnie is our special guest here tonight for, I don't know, we're like episode 173. Yeah. yeah. So we, we had to prepare for tonight yeah, 172 right. times okay. because I'm expecting a lot from you. Oh. <laughs> but before we get started, down any sort of rabbit holes like we got to talk about what it is you do what are you about Whew. how much time we got <laughs> um so the number one thing i am foremost is a mother okay Ooh. i have two kids and i am a wife oh okay all right <laughs> so she's off the market I'm off, off the, the market, market. Sorry. Sorry. yeah sorry you know, that is my number. I'm also a business owner. Okay. Linnell's Closet. Oh. Boutique. boutique. Yeah. Wait, where's the harp at? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's the pink button. It's the pink button. Awesome clothes, women clothing from all over the world. I carry sizes from zero to 22. Um, I'm also a property owner. Oh, Ooh. look at that. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. Shout out on the property. Did you play Monopoly as a kid? No, I hate that game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> me, low key, I'm not a fan either. Yeah. <laughs> shit, shit. Abort. Yeah, abort. Yeah, I hate that game. We met trouble. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm very busy. But right now, my focus is the boutique because it's brand new and we've been open for eight months. Okay. Oh. Yeah, and so we're just building it up and grinding right now, trying to expose as much as I can. And, yeah, that's what's going on right now. So. All right. Yeah. Well, since I don't wear – I'm not a fashionista. Dude, you look good. What are you talking about? Yeah, but – You stepped it up. And I'm not – I don't know if I'm – I don't know much about boutique fashion, though. Mm. Right? So what does it mean to be a boutique well, for me, what it means for a boutique, uh, unique pieces. Okay, so you, if you go into your store and I'm looking for 
that hitter dress, you know? Yep. There's a chance that nobody else is going to have that dress, yep. right? Is that how you're setting yep. up? That's how I set okay. up. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, that's how Gilmar and I roll. We <laughs> let, we do our own thing over here in fashion land. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I think, being one of a kind yep. is really important when you're trying to look good. Like, you don't want to show up to the party and have that girl over there wearing the same dress as you. Nope. And with men, it's, you know, shoes and things like that. We, we try our best, but it's hard to keep up with the ladies. Yes. I mean, that's what my whole boutique is all about is being different. Okay. Um, finding unique pieces and color. You know, I always tell people that you don't always have to wear just those neutral colors. Embrace bright colors. And so when you go in there, all you see is a rainbow. Mm. <laughs> all right that's fun yeah and yeah i just i always i was always into fashion even before i got into like have opening up the store i was always god i can't remember like little i was like looking at pictures growing up there was like i was wearing like a red vest with a polka dot like red red polka dot skirt and it was just so was is, it, is it safe to say you're a trend setter yes <laughs> but i make my own trends Oh, yes. okay. My own. So my my friends always say like, oh, let's Lonnie it out. Mm. So that means like, let's dress it up. Let's put a little Lonnie in them. I think everybody. So when my clients come in my store, I always tell them that you have a Lonnie in there somewhere. I'm going to find them and get them out and make you feel amazing. Mm. I wish we had like a tiger sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring the Lonnie out. Yeah, we got mm-hmm. we got I like to bring a different side out of people. Uh, something to let them know that you look amazing. I want people to feel amazing when they leave my store. I offer champagne while they're shopping there. Ooh. So shop. You know, drink and shop and, you know, and then it makes people want to buy more after mm. they're feeling good about that's it. That's true. But, yeah. Mm. Um, that's a that's a tactic there. Yeah, they don't, they, tactic, yeah. they only do the champagne at the most fine establishments. Mm. Where Where is your store? It's in New Britain. Ooh. Right across from DelVal College. Oh, that's right right down the street from yep, Doylestown. Right down the street, yeah. So you can pretty much come here, get a Kobe burger, and then go feel good about yourself. <laughs> yep. What hours, like what kind what kind of time frame do you keep? So it's the summertime. So we are closed on Mondays because nobody's shopping on Mondays. Yeah. But um we are open from Tuesday to Sunday for right now. Yeah, so Chinese shop hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever try and get Chinese food on a Monday and you're like, you oh, call they're all closed. and every Chinese restaurant is closed in the entire country? Oh, yep. And so it's like the the nail places too are always closed on oh, Monday too. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Not the nail places. But uh, it's you know this is summer hours right now because everybody's away, so mm. having mm. fun on vacation somewhere. So, so you, you're Tuesday through Sunday, mm-hmm. and you what time do you open at? Eleven. Okay. Yeah. So you're doing you you do keep business hours then? I do. So yep. even though your boutique sounds very exclusive, it sounds like you're very available. I am. I mean, I'm a new business, so I have to be available mm-hmm. uh, for the women women to come in or men can, to come in and like see the store. I mean, I can't just be open on selected days because then. You know, I can't expose myself. So I want everybody to come in, see it, and embrace it. Do you you have men's fashion as well? Um, Hats. I have hats. 
Ooh, I've been talking about getting a hat. I have hats. Go get yourself a hat. Like one, of, one of those, you know, brim guys. Yeah. Okay. What is that? What hat? Fedora? Like, mm, I don't know if I'm rocking a fedora. <laughs> what do you Maybe. mean a brim hat? Like, what's the one that... The full uh, brim ones? Uh, the dude that played for the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, right. Cam Newton? Oh, yeah, yeah those are hot. Yeah. Uh, Which one is that? Called. You gotta get a picture. Let me uh, see. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. They're like... Um, I don't think they're, s- they're not Stetson hats, but they... It's not a Stetson. It's, it's not a bolo. It's a... I know exactly what you mean. I, I, I follow this guy on Instagram and he wears them all the time and he looks sick as shit. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm starting to come into, you know, I was going to say come into my own as a man at 35 years old. <laughs> I feel like, you know, nobody's going to say shit to me if I've got a nat- nice hat on. I feel like I pull it off now. I yeah. feel like a man that. Yeah, that's it right there. This is it? Yeah, I'm definitely sporting something like that. Okay, yeah, the wide brim hats. I have like a whole bunch of those hats. Ooh. You get a little feather in there? Yo. Yeah, I have a oh, whole bunch. Man. I collect, I have hats personally, a whole bunch. I have like like 10. Okay. Um, And the hats that I have in my store and the hats that I collect, they're all made in New York because I lived in New York before I came here. All right. And they're all made in Brooklyn. Are you a New Yorker? Or are you just like you lived in New York? I lived in New York for like, Ten years. Okay, so. where were you from before that? Poconos. The Poconos. You're from the Poconos? This is the first time I've ever heard that. Oh my God! <laughs> Nobody insane. has ever came on the show yeah. and been from the Poconos. That's hard. Poconos. <laughs> Poconos. What's yeah, Pocono life? So you, you, yeah, right. dude. Obviously, she ran away from the Poconos. I did. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I turned eighteen, I'm like, I'm out. Mm. I not be here anymore. Yeah. Do you ski? I snowboard. Right. Oh, that's hard. Damn. That's no, pretty cool. It's so easy. No, I mean, like, that's hard. Like, that's cool. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We'll get Trenton translate. My bad. <laughs> that's nice. I <laughs> no, feel I'm like kidding. snowboard is, like, way easier than skiing. Like, just balance wise. I mean, thing. I guess it's uh, to each his own. Yeah. I think there's difficulties about both things. I think d- snowboarding is harder because in the beginning, you're just. Starting on your ass, falling mm. on your ass. Yes. Where skiing is like you kind of fall to the side. Yeah. Very so true. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what? So y- you uh, evaded the Poconos. <laughs> I did. And what? Like, were you always into fashion? Were you just fashionable? Like, take us down. Like, what happened that led you into the fashion world? I was always into fashion. I just like always wanted to try different things. I always had different hairstyles. Like. Everybody knows, like, you just never know what kind of hair I'm going to be coming in the next day. And next day, I might be wearing blonde. Next day, I'm just, I just want it different, you know, especially how I feel. I always tell people, always know how people feel by what they're wearing. Mm. Like, so how do I feel right now? Read me. Mm, <laughs> I mean, like, you're just, like, real chill. Laid back. All right, cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was chill. angry as shit before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm chill now. Like, once yeah. you walked in, I had to, like... You know, bring it down. Yeah. So, you know, I, I always was into it. I, um, yeah, I just, it's just I mean, you. I was an athlete too. I played basketball for a while. Oh, shit. hockey. So, you know, I was a tomboy for a while, but I was a fashion, fashionable tomboy. Yeah. You know? Those field hockey chicks are tough, too. You don't fight with them. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Don't break your nose. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah. any sport like that where you're just like smacking balls at each other's faces like that yeah you just gotta you watch out for those kinds of and people. i was defense on defense i was a sweeper so Ooh. yeah did I you ever just like body another girl of course 
<laughs> yeah. I, every chance I got, like yeah. somebody I didn't like, I was like, "Oh, I didn't see you. I'm sorry." Just like full spree and look the other way. Like, yeah, be mm. real petty about yep. it. Yeah, yep. it was the best time to get revenge. Yeah, somebody's mm-hmm. gonna see this podcast and be like, "There she is. I found her." Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna come into one of our events on uh, July 26th or the 30th of August and just start swinging the club. I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> It's well, Lonnie's they're the, nemesis. They're in the Poconos, <laughs> so I don't really think they would find me. Like, I don't probably. know. We're only we're only big deal in Bucks County. Yeah, yeah. we we have no interest <laughs> in becoming investigative journalists or journalists in the Poconos. Yeah, oh, what what God goes no. on in the Poconos? Oh. Deer, you find a moose. Nah, oh. There's no moose there's in no the Poconos, moose? bro. Nothing. A bear? What? Absolutely nothing. Although we, I do go to the Poconos um, on the weekends because we have a lake house up there. So Ooh. we go up there. But it's not like in like the middle of the Poconos. It's up at like in the lake area. What, what lake are you swimming at? Lake Wallamompa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, we 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 own some some land there. <laughs> We've been talking about building on it for like since I've had it for dude, the last gotta, five years. We got to build a barnuminium on there. Soon. The problem is that like the neighborhood that the land is technically in mm is anti short term rentals. So you have to like live at that like there's no one if I'm building a house up there I want to rent oh it out. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. So we live so our house is like in a community and we just had a huge meeting um about they don't want uh people to do Airbnb there. Well Airbnb's tanking anyway. Yeah. I just want to rent to the people. <laughs> do you think I'd be okay if I just rented to my friends? Um I don't know. My crowd is the crew of them, the neighbors in there, they are rough. Are they just like old people cruising around they in are. golf carts? They are. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Some of them are younger and they're just like, oh, God. We I don't want them. We don't want no new people here. Like, it's just really. So, yeah, we had to do like a whole vote of like not not wanting it. And I don't even know what the turnout was. because I, didn't I swear know. to God, if you t- I don't want you to tell me what the name of the community is. But if it's the <laughs> same community, that, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to show up to the vote next time. Start bribing people. Yeah. Investigate. Slide five bucks. Yeah, do you like do some journalism? <laughs> Smiley face. Here's a Lincoln. <laughs> Here's a Lincoln. Yeah. You like McDonald's? Um, so eight months ago. You opened, mm-hmm. but how long were you preparing to open? Is this kind of a lifelong dream of oh, yours? Have you had a gosh, store before? No. So February of 2022, I was laying in the bed with my husband, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to open up a boutique. And he's like, what? I'm like, huh? I'm going to open up a store. He's like, that's like the best thing I've ever heard you say. He's okay. like, I support you. Do it. And I'm like, okay. So I. Like, you just looking to, you know, let your creative outlet out. It was just yep. time to go into business. It was time to go into business. Um, one of the reasons why I opened it, because like, you know, when I would shop here in Doylestown, they didn't have my size, you know. And I was like, why don't they like have sizes for curvier women and. You know, I don't like shopping in malls. I hate malls. So I was is like. Is there a mall any, like, is there a mall, a mall anymore? I know. It's horrible. Have you been in there? What mall? Montgomery. I don't think I've ever been in that mall ever. Oh God, it's hard. It's not a mall anymore. I don't even know what it is. It's just a whole space of empty. Mm, that's sad. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe we should, I don't know. Yeah. Like pull up on Montgomery Mall. So you just roll up yeah. with, the, with all of our journalists. Yeah. Yeah, you should. And. 
Um, so I was like, I want to open up my own store and like bring New York here. Mm. So, and I was tired of shopping, going to New York to go shopping because that's like almost a two hour drive. Yeah. So, you know, I'll and you I, can't take the train. That's for the birds. Oh, lugging all those butt bags back, all that fashion on the train. Mm-mm. It's not for me. No, thank you. So I just opened, looked for space, found the space, hired an interior designer, told her what my ideas. She put it together. We we both put it together, and the bomb. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. just happened like it just that. Happened. And we I opened up in November. So with me, when I put my mind to it, it's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, I'm not like that bullshit type of person that just like procrastinate, procrastinate. If I like have my mind focused on that and that's what I want, I get it. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, in real life, that's at, that's literally how it works. Yeah. I don't think people realize. Um, we two fellow business owners mm-hmm. over here, and we're journalists. <laughs> but <laughs> my bad, yeah, we're journalists. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're dead serious, serious man. Yeah, I've been s- I've been reading the the Inquirer's articles, and they need to level up. You're right. <laughs> but anyway, just sometimes people will inquire, like, why did you do that, or what made you do this, and it you just get the you get a vibe, and then you just if you trust in yourself, and it takes some time in the beginning to learn that you know, skill. Yep. But once you just, you have an idea, you put it together, you make it happen. Cause yep. if you're sitting around, if you're sitting still as a business owner, you're getting ready to go out of business. Yep. And so it is really cool that you just, you know, one night decided to open a store and then eight months later, I guess there was a store. Yeah. Is that much. how long it took or did, did I mess that up? Eight months. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and people, every time I tell them, they're like, this was eight months. And I'm like, yeah, like it takes a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it does help to have a husband in construction. You know, oh, all right. That's, you know, a nice. builder. Yeah. Yep. Um, What's he doing? What kind of stuff is he building? Outdoor. He does like stucco remediation and all that. It's okay. pretty big right now. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's been a big business and it will continue to be a big business as long as people are Buying putting houses, stucco on their houses. Their houses. <laughs> Thank you, Toll Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fashion yeah. by Toll Brothers. Over here. <laughs> That's good to hear though. That's you know, you took you guys took like one opportunity that obviously worked for you and you, you're making it work again. Yep. So has the store has the store like you've had ups and downs and everything, but overall like things are good? There it's good. I mean, it's I mean I always like Try to. I have to always remind myself. You only been open for eight months. You only been open for eight months. So I'm thinking like, oh my god, why am I not having more people come in here? I'm always hard on myself, but I'm trying to be a millionaire. So you know, like I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I need to do this. I need to do that. Like Jackie talks to him, like texting her at like one o'clock in the morning. We need to do this. Da, 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 da. You know, she's replying back to me. My mind. Is that lady never sleeps. Always. <laughs> You know, that's why we're made for each other because I don't sleep because my mind is always going with new ideas, what I can do to be more exposed. Like, and then, you know, I'm juggling my other, what else, the other things that I do, like mom, you know, property owner and all that stuff and my tenants that are driving me crazy. So it's like, I'm juggling, but I'm always, this is my business. So I'm just hungry for success. So I'm just always trying to figure out a way to get more people in my store. Okay, so you... You're obviously catering. I don't know much about ladies, you know, clothing sizes, but zero to 22 sounds like all of the ladies. Yes. Is that right? It is. All of them. Because, you know, I mean, anybody 10 and under, size 10 and under, they can shop anywhere. 
But I feel like when you go above size 14, then it starts like the options. You can't you can't shop at the gap anymore. No. And it's like the sizes are not accurate. Also, you know, so I have clients that come in and try on a size 18 and it's too small. And they're like, I'm a size 18. I'm like, you are a size 18. They're not making it. It's like fake, fake advertisement. Well, I think it's kind of weird to think that zero to 22 covers everyone. There's so many different, you know, not all the bodies are the same. Nope. It's kind of ridiculous. Men, we're just allowed to rock t-shirts and jeans. <laughs> so we have it easy. But I think if we started having to wear like wild clothing and like stand out, yeah. we'd probably have problems. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I know Gilmar, Gilmar literally is a fashionista. He owns a clothing brand. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. And what brand? Uh, it's Town Clothing. I uh, Much like you, I'm also new in business. I started okay. up in December. I but you've been thinking out. about it for a long time. Yeah. It, I've been mentally in business yeah, for a while. Working yeah. on it for well over a year. Yeah. And then finally one day I couldn't go to bed. I was excited about the idea and I was like, I got to do it. You know? Yeah. that's It's like that incitement and just like purpose. Mm-hmm. But I remember when Gilmar was putting together, um, what is it, mock up? Is yeah. that what you call it? Um, he was like taking stuff apart, putting it back together, sending it back. Come back. He's like, no, I don't like it. Taking it apart, cutting yeah. it, making it exactly. It's not, he didn't just, like, I just like print stuff on stuff that somebody else makes. Yep. Like, Gilmar is literally making Designing the design. Your own. Yeah. yeah. Making cuts. And, and that's another garbage. level. It's yeah. a whole, it's like, tough. another, like, I'm learning all that. I have a seamstress who's my manager right now in my store. She's Mildred. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and she's teaching me all that because we are on the venture of designing my own clothing line. Wow. Because I'm Is this the Mildred? Yes. The donut lady? Is that what her first business was? Yes. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Shout out Mildred. Hey, Mildred. That's my girl. (laughs) And I meant donut lady respectfully because you probably made bank on donuts. (laughs) (laughs) That business is no joke. Yeah, speaking of donuts, have you tried Curiosity Donuts yet? I saw no. the sign for Curiosity Donuts literally today on York Road. They have a question mark in there. And that's the I mean, I, I don't had. So that's a good thing wow. because I was kind of like, mm-hmm. they have a question mark as a logo. Do I want to get them? <laughs> like, what do we, what's the question Dude, here? Yeah. Curiosity Donuts, are they just making creative donuts? Or what's yes. the thing? It's like all different types of flavors. Jackie bought me like 40 donuts one time for the store. She's like, Karen, are you having a bad day here? And I'm like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> but I was eating them and they were so good. Yeah, we'll have to swing past yeah, there. Yeah. Tomorrow, Where, donut like, day. Peddler's Village or something? No, nah, it's down the street. Uh, Furlong. Furlong. Swamp. Okay. Where that Rita's is. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, right yeah. there. Oh, okay, yeah, let's go. I'm down. Yeah, shout out Curiosity shout Donuts. Out Curiosity we'll, Donuts. <laughs> we'll be investigating soon. Yeah, 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 we'll be in touch. Curiosity Donuts. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, we're curious and we investigate, so you'll be, <laughs> we'll figure it out. You're gonna be, a, you're gonna be addicted. I'm telling you. Heard that. Wait, so sorry. Uh, you said you it. were looking to design your own. Yes. Yep. Um, so it's happening because. You, like you were saying, uh, everybody has a different shape body. So some women hips are wider than other women, and some him like are straight hip, like straight. They're like just straight down. And so I just want to make clothing for all bodies and something that's very spunky, fashionable. Because when you start going past the size fourteen, the fashion just goes down, and it's so basic. Mm-hmm. 
unless you're like one of those big name designers and you can get those custom made clothing because you can afford it. Here I am saying I'm making affordable, fashionable statement pieces just for you. And so will there be like one off pieces then or will you kind of try and mass produce? I'm going to start little. Because you don't want to, like, just do big and then get yourself in debt. So I'm going to start little to see how it goes. And then mm. I'm going to start just building and building and building. But the first one is just to see where we go. And we're just going to do little, um, little by little. And, yeah, it's, a, it's like, another project. I don't want to, like, rush in it. So we're just right away because it's, you, you know. still have a lot going on. You're only eight months in business. I have a lot business, going so. on. Lot, yeah. yeah, but I'm just so over these designers. I really am. I'm, like... The, the size is just not accurate. And I'm just like, oh, God, I just, so I just want to make my own clothing. <laughs> it makes it, it makes a lot of sense. My my wife is very, is petite the word? Petite. She's small. Yeah, but she's yeah got petite. A, she's yeah. got a dunk, you know oh, what I'm saying? She's exactly. got junk, junk of the trunk. So, so sometimes it's like. A small waist and then like. Watching it, watching it, you know, get put, <laughs> put away in some jeans is kind of hilarious. Oh, does she sometimes. do the jump? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, the sometimes. jump, yeah. I mean, you're kind of built like that, so you probably understand a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, way to put me on blast like that. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I got a dunk. Andrew, you got a dunk a dunk? I got a dunk. I got a dunk a dunk. I float. So <laughs> I got, and I also got legs, some some quads. So there's only, like, right now my pants, you know, they fit good right here. Mm -hmm. But I could fit, like, a bazooka in the side of my pants right here. You got to wear a belt. I don't care. Because <laughs> I can just rock a t-shirt and just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. you never know. Yeah. But I get it when you, you know, I get it. Yeah. Sh the struggle's real for all here. The struggle is so real. So I am here for all sizes. The big girls, little girls, all that. I'm here for them. And just be ready. <laughs> so when people come to your store, is it's a very personal, like personal experience. Because oh, yeah. You're, you know, be like, this will this do you do you kind of like say hey like this will look good on you and people go uh i don't know and you're like try it on yep so you're like the wand person I in am, harry potter i am the very godmother oh i am okay. i'm the very godmother that makes you feel like cinderella mm. and i have a magic mirror when you look in there whatever one of my pieces you have on you feel like a princess you look amazing Oh. Ooh, yeah, she's like, can't go more head the bottom. Yeah, yeah, it felt right. Yeah, so, yeah, um, that's what I want my clients when they come in there. I want them to, when they leave, I want them to feel, like, amazing. So that's really I cool. make every person, every woman that walks in there, I try to make them feel like a celebrity. Wow, that's cool. So that's why I offer the champagne. Because yeah. I'm like, you want a glass of champagne? Really? You think I can? It's only 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, so? Like, <laughs> one's not going to hurt. Yeah, they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're in Lonnie's closet right now. We do what we want here. Yeah. We make our own rules. And clothes soon. And clothes soon. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I try to give women, I want them to have confidence in huh? them. I want to empower them and want them to feel sexy and comfortable in their clothing. So I try to find them. It's kind of like therapy when they come in there, but like a good therapy. Yeah. Can yeah. you kind of like identify someone that really needs you when they come oh, in? Yes. You're like, girl, you need. Me. Yep, <laughs> right away, and it's like, it's just a feeling because you do have customers that come in there that's like, don't bother me, bitch, mm. and then you have the ones that are just like lost and they're like, they're like in awe. Like every customer that comes in there, they're in awe first because they're so surprised how bright it is in there, and then the smell. 
So when you walk in there, I have a scent that and I always change them up, but it smells amazing every time you walk in there. And I want, I always, that was like one of my major things when I opened up my store. I was like, I want a scent. So when people leave, they remember that. Like Linnell's closet. Oh my God, it smells so amazing. Because when I would go stay in New York in a hotel or something, when I would go back and visit, I used to stay at this hotel because of the smell. It smelled yeah. amazing. So, and I remember that. So I want them to like, so when you walk in there, whenever you guys come and visit, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be like, it smells amazing. And then you're going to be hypnotized by all the color. And yeah. So it's like you kind of like get like dazed in, like bought in, like as mm. soon as you get walk in there. And I always know. That's another level of marketing. Yeah, man. When you bring all the, like restaurants do it inadvertently because they're cooking food. But if you can tap into all five senses, yep. it's way easier to sell product. Yep. So that's really... Put a lot of thought in this. I I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, that's I like right. that you mentioned the smell because I've, I've been to places where I smell certain scents and then I ask the people at front, like, What's, why does it smell like that? And they tell me, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's fucking sick. There's this, my friend lives in a building in Philly and they have, do you know what Lalabo is? No. So it's this fragrance company. I, They have a one in New York. I don't know if they're based out of New York. But they, they're pretty big in Europe, and now they have one in New York, and they might have one in Philly. But when I walked into her building, it smelled so fucking good. I'm like, what is that? She's like, it's a lavo. I'm like, what? And I looked them up, and they make fragrances for men. So oh. just from that, I ended up buying a little lavo thing. Okay. I don't have it on right now. <laughs> uh, I was trying to experience <laughs> Well, I, what I do, I put a diffuser attached to my HVAC. Oh. I knew it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, there's some, there's some sorcery going on here with the yeah. scents. I, I, um, so the air is like, the scent is like coming out. You have no choice but to, ex- to get the full experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't go stealing that idea. Yeah. I don't want to be, go- I don't want to be going to like the tux place and just be smelling one, like. Just some bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying like you're forcing cheeseburgers through the sense or something. <laughs> just making people hungry. You're like, oh, we messed up. Everybody's leaving to go to 86 West. <laughs> Get the Kobe burger. Get the Kobe burger, yeah. That would trick me into coming over. That would, yeah. If it, it smelled like a Kobe burger, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. It's like, uh, yeah. It's like Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> float over to the sun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you guys just like burgers? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. about burgers a lot. Yeah, we got we we have a contract to promote <laughs> <Yeah>. the burger. <laughs> no, we're we gotta sell a thousand burgers by next Saturday. <laughs> you, are, you guys are really going hard without the burgers over there. Yo, don't call out my marketing. <laughs> yeah, fucking stop, dude. <laughs> yeah. Tom calls us up and he's like, "Yeah, we sold out of burgers." <laughs> like, God damn, dude, you crushed it. Yeah, fucking wire that shit. Yeah. No. We, uh, <laughs> no, we're men of many of many. Uh, oh yeah, we eat all the food. Yeah, it we doesn't eat matter. Yeah. I actually, odd, oddly enough, I was thinking about posting a survey to see like what people eat. Like, what is the most popular food in Bucks County? Is it Indian, Chinese, um, burgers? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Pizza. Like, pizza. what? Do, what is the the top food? So, like, what what are you eating? Well, honestly, I think the best food I had so far was the service twins food. Oh, okay. shit. I just had a big um, event. It was like all white party. Shout out to service events. At their, and I had it at my house. I had like 38 guests and mm. they are amazing. Uh, they cooked outside of my house with these grills 
And every single person said the food was like amazing. And it was amazing. And they were just so nice. And it was so nice that it was their whole family. And yeah, we were talking to, I was, was it yesterday we were talking to Steve or was that today? Yesterday. All right. So yesterday we were talking to Steve and, you know, they're always trying to level up, which is cool. There are cool guys like that. Um, but we were talking about marketing with Steve and, you know, things they could do, emails and stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm like, do people only buy you or buy your product for very few reasons it's to feel like a baller and oh. then eat like a baller too I like guess the food so. their food is another level so like you kind some people have to that are i'd say closeted eaters mm -hmm. you got to give them a chance because you're oh god we eat a lot of food gilmar used to be a chef i just eat everything so it's very easy for me to like have them over and just whatever they put in front of me is getting, I'm not even going to ask like yeah. I'm eating it, but I love experiencing picky eaters, um. experiencing them because you know, they come in real cautiously. Next yep. thing you know, they're like, what is this? And mm -hmm. you just, you get that full on experience. It goes back to the scent. Yeah. It's, it's really great. So, so that's so far I feel, you know, I don't really have a favorite restaurant. I'm very picky. With mm. I mean, I live in New York, so I can. So you're not picky. Here. You got standards. I do. I feel like sometimes the food. I feel like sometimes restaurants accommodate to their neighbors and flavors in the area. What so, do you mean? Like all the restaurants are the same? Um, like the you know, like it's you know, if you live in an area that's predominantly Hispanic you know you're going to get some flavored food in those restaurants in those areas. And then when you're in this area, you know the, f the food's not going to be as flavorful as a Hispanic neighborhood. Mm. So I think that's like, like when you go towards more Philly, you're going to get really good food, you know. But mm. it's just like, so it's really hard to find um, food that's authentic and won't change because of, like, the area where you live. That's okay. fair. So... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I think it's hard. It's a, As a restaurant owner, it's a risk to bring yep. in someone from outside of the community because chances are they like they might not. It, you know, there's a reason why communities are communities. Like, mm -hmm. they kind of stick together and do their own thing. But y you have, um, you got, like, Holy Q up in Peddler's Village, Alaska. Like, that's really good barbecue. I don't wait, know wait, wait. I need to know this because I love barbecue food, and I've been really trying to find, like, a real You've never heard of Holy Q? Oh, my God. You've been working so hard on I the really fashion have. game. I have. Yeah, so there's a man by the name of Tom Peters. Shout out, Tom. Shout out, Tom. And he, he was basically doing, like, pop-up barbecue events when he got started. And he okay. then he opened up a physical location, mm -hmm. and then 20, you know, the pandemic happened. Pandemic happened. Pandemic. <laughs> I mean, it was planned. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be that guy, oh, but yeah. we investigated. Just saying. We got, you know what I'm saying. The journalists over here. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so he he has the barbecue spot up there, and he's constantly making upgrades. He's constantly changing the food around. He has he had like a cheesesteak for a while. He might still have. That's amazing. He did tacos. He has tacos. So it wasn't okay. just kind of holy cues. I have to. Let's tell Jackie what she doesn't tell me. Holy cues. I think I think she knows about it. Of course, Jackie knows everything. She knows <laughs> everything. Yeah, she's Bucks County mama. Yeah, she yeah. gotta know everything. We literally she take our 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 journalism marching orders from Bucks County mama. Yeah, she knows <laughs> what's up. Yeah, she does. She she has a direct line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she has like 
like everybody's number in, in like Bucks County. Yeah, I would say <laughs> that's if, pretty cool. If if you want to know of all of um, I don't like to say the word influencers because it's kind of getting a negative rap these days. Oh. But Bucks County Mamas like the tip of the spear when it comes to knowing what's going on in Bucks County. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the one to go to. If you want your shit to blow up, you go to her. Mm-hmm. Like it's facts. I mean, yep. She's plugged in. Mm-hmm. So like when did, how did you meet her? Oh God. So, um, it was like the month I opened up and I had my girlfriends come from New York to help me out. Um, and it was actually really busy because everybody was being nosy, like, what is this place? <laughs> so, you know, um, we were at the store, and I had to leave to go pick up my kids from a game or something. I'm not sure what I was doing. And Jackie popped in. She was like, I heard about you guys. And, and then your kids two days later called you from the field. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we haven't picked this up, Mom. <laughs> yep, and she came in, and she made, like a, like, a whole video of my boutique, and it was amazing. And I'm like, she didn't even have to do that. She doesn't even know me. And I missed her. I didn't even get to meet her. So I reached out her on social media, and I had, like, hey, can you please come in? I would love to, you know, thank you. So she came in the next day, and she's fucking gorgeous, too, you yeah. know? And she's just, like, a good heart person. And I could just – I'm really good with the energy reader, and I just loved her energy. And so I actually gave her, like, an evil eye purse, like, gifted her, because she didn't have to do that, and she could have charged me for that, and she just did it. And I thought that was, like – She's such a good person. I was so shocked because there's not a lot of good people out there anymore. Especially doing what she does. Yeah. A lot of the people that are doing that are very um, attention driven. Yep. We've met a few of them and they seem they seem like Jackie's trying to help the community yep. find out about stuff. Whereas some of the other people are just kind of like they they think they're doing that. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd like to think that they eventually will get there. I'm yeah. not trying to be a complete asshole to these people. Mm-hmm. But there are people also, like, do you know um, Danielle Gannon, Buck, uh, local spotlight with Danielle? I do. Yes, I heard of her. Yes. Yeah. So she's kind of like, she's like that for us. She's constantly telling me about things to, like, check out and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it's, you know, there you see other people all the time popping up with, like, new accounts on social media. just And they're all f- trying to be. Yep. Bucks County Mama, which is good for her. And, you know, shout out to those people for trying. But you, you really have to authentically want to get to know people. Yep. Um, and that's what we kind of, like, started the show. We wanted to meet people and give them a reason to come see us. So we're like, we're going to make it imp- seem important. That's important. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. We're going to act important and maybe they'll come. Yeah. <laughs> but we've met, so like, Jackie, like, doing this and like genuinely connecting with people has opened so many doors for us because yeah. we, you leave here a friend of ours. Yep. So it's cool that she just, she does that for people. Like she just rolls in, you yeah. know, makes a quick video because then so many people find out about you. Yep. But then it also kind of gives, you know, the people that she's spotlighting, you know, a yeah, little and boost. I like you're doing a good job. That she was a uh, social media. I didn't even know she was in it. I thought she was just some, she just made a video. I didn't even know who she was. I didn't even know. I, I call her the celebrity. I'm like, God, Jackie, are we going to get another person coming to our table and we're out to eat? <laughs> <laughs> are you Bucks County mama? I'm like, oh, yes, she is. <laughs> sit aside. Do you want her autograph? Like, every single time we go out to eat, they're like, excuse me. It's heavy is the head. It's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> it, it is. It's a lot of responsibility. But she embraces it with such grace. Like, yeah, it's, t- it's so tough, humble. though, because you can't, like, it, at some point, it's got to be hard for her 
to, you know, go out and enjoy a dinner with like her husband or family. She gets VIP. They shut it down and her and her husband just sit there. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, come on. That's really cool. But people don't know that she <laughs> she actually does social media for some of the more successful businesses yeah. in our community. But she's so discreet about it yep. that that's another cool thing about her. She she is Bucks County Mama and she is helping people on like the business level too, but she's not out there saying like if you want to get likes you hire me. Yeah. Like people just kind of naturally fall into that relationship with But her. if you're smart, you hire her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so did you, like, how'd that conversation come about? Like, she came to the store, you guys connected. You guys are, I can see why you're friends. You both yeah. have, like, that charisma. Um. Well, it wasn't, like, right away. I just gave her the purse, and she was like, I'm not, ta- I won't, I'm not taking this. I'm like, yes, you are. And I gave it to her, and I'm like, thank you very much, and that was it. And then I started doing, like, more research, because when I start, like, get a good energy, I, like, suck stalking that person. <laughs> mm. So I started doing that, and, like, I'm like, oh. So she's like, a, I'm like, oh, okay. So I reached out to her. I'm like, can you come work for me? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, and yeah, we're good. That's awesome. So yeah. she, she's really helped you grow. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah. she exposed me to so many different people because I do like meeting different people and um, getting to know them, trying to do business with them, and so I'm very open to, like, you know, especially with a store like this and clothing, you can go in so many different spaces you can mm. be in so many different people's spaces from restaurants because you know i have clients i i am also a stylist so i get clients that want to be styled for an event and you know like okay where well, i'm gonna take this client to go after dinner after i dress them like so because i'm trying to get like big clients now and um what's a what name some targets here <sighs> can we do that name some targets of who i'm trying to get trying to get like uh i'm trying to get like the the football players wives that's those are my targets mm. like them and i'm trying to get like housewife all right yeah. well next time i'm hanging out with a football player <laughs> i'll be sure to drop that in there yeah oops yeah <laughs> so he'll be like why are you talking to my wife about fashion <laughs> hey relax yeah so um relax. That's but also the i mean even the women here in bucks county i mean who just are just tired of like what do I wear? I mean, I'm here for them. Like, I will come to your house and style you for you and put an so outfit you're together. Not, you're much more than a boutique. Oh yeah. Store then mm-hmm. because I, which makes a lot of sense to me because if you're if you're selling what I like to call high fashion, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you have to cater to those people with obviously like champagne. You're doing the scents, but the sometimes people dress really nice. They dress really nice because somebody's dressing yep. them. Mm-hmm. And when you're shopping in a store like yours, to take risks, someone has to kind of, you know, yep. bolster you up a little bit and say, hey, you got this. Yep. So do you do you enjoy the fashion more or do you enjoy the people more? Like doing that side of things where you're, you you find an individual and then you kind of like change their outlook on themselves. Um, Both. Or is it together as one together thing? It's together as one thing. It's like art. It's art to me. Um, okay. You know, I see a piece. Well, first I see a person's body. Like, as soon as a customer comes in my store, I'm, I'm already knowing what I'm putting on them. Like, I look at their body. Um, any employee that comes into my store, I tell them, 
Um, I give them a thing. I send them. I might read this. Everybody has a different body. There's different shaped bodies. I need you to study this so you know how to dress the customer when they come in. Um, because not everybody can wear an off-shoulder dress. Like, not everybody can wear a, a long skirt. You know, like, it's... But it, that's what makes everybody... I think there's too much right now going on where everyone is kind of trying to be something they're not. Yep. And it's... It, it's unfortunate because what, and this is going to make me sound like, like an elementary school teacher, but it, our differences are what makes, makes you unique. unique. So yep. it's cool when people lay into that mm-hmm. more than kind of try and be what everybody else is doing. Yeah, everybody's not going to be a Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry. You know, it's like everybody's not going to be a Beyonce, you know, but it's like you have to find your own unique like self. But the power in those people is they were themselves. They are, yeah. So if you want to take anything away from that type of individual, it's not to be like them, Mm -hmm. but to be yourself like them. Yep. And I noticed when Gilmar was starting to put together his stuff. um, I can't wait to see your stuff. I'm uh, like intrigued. It bangs. We might have to get... You might have to get a couple pieces. In yeah, there. like I want to yeah, see we can talk. pieces. That's we dude, I think we can make that happen because yeah. your stuff is dope. Like it's casual, but high fashion casual. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah, it's more chic. Chic. I like yeah. that word. I like that word too. Chic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bang okay. with that. But his like he wanted he wasn't like I, I like I like printing T-shirts and clothing mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm more under the graphics on my side of things. Where Gilmore was like, I want my shirts to to stop here because. And it was like a lot to do with like what you like to wear. Mm-hmm. So you laid into you became your fashion became Gilmar. Yep. Right. It wasn't you Different. weren't you weren't trying to make a t-shirt. Wasn't trying to be a copycat for <laughs> an, that anybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. You made a shirt that you wanted, and mm-hmm. you're like the industry doesn't have this, and I want to wear this. Mm-hmm. I want my shirts to fit me like this. Yeah. And I've only heard like your first run of tees you sold out. Mm-hmm. Right. So the second run, I think you just have like some stuff left. Yeah. So like the next run of stuff, like the demand is there. We have people come into our events mm-hmm. that see either a hoodie or a T-shirt. It just happened. One of one of our friends, Gunner, was like, where's this? Where's this from? Yeah. And I was like, that's Gilmar's clothing line. Oh, he's wow. like, Gilmar has a clothing line. And <laughs> yeah. next thing you know, every picture we see this guy in now. Yeah. He's on. Yeah, I think he's on vacation right now. And yeah. the picture is him getting onto the plane with the hoodie. Yeah. on. That's awesome. And that's yeah. so cool for me to see that like. Like the stuff is getting worn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a great. That must be a good feeling. It is because yeah. you know it's something that you put your effort into. Exactly. That. It was a long time coming, and just you know, hours of just measuring and, yeah. and sampling, and and finally finding what I liked and and making it mine, and yep. then seeing other people accept it and like it and wear it's it. It's rewarding. Yeah, rewarding. it's very rewarding. It's yeah. so cool. Cause I have a friend that that also has a fashion uh, brand which I kind of want to talk to you about because she makes clothing for women. Oh, dude, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you want this. You, yeah, oh. she you sells this. out every single time. She hand makes her dresses. She Ooh, makes them by hand. Yes, and they're, yeah, And her mm-hmm. her content, like the dresses, like she models them herself for I the most part. I might know who she is because I follow a lot of women. You might. I don't I know. Can we shout it out? Yeah. yeah. We can be, I can be like, a bit out oh of Oh, yeah, Verdi Vicinario. Uh, her name's Vanessa. Verdi Vicinario. Mm-hmm. Where is she? She is from Trenton. I went to high school with her. Okay. Yeah, but she's she's popping up in New York and other different places. So okay. 
yeah, yeah her stuff's popping. that one dress she made uh was it the silver surfer or something, yeah, like, that? something like that that dress like she looks so good in that dress yeah i can just tell that like when you watch her model her own clothing like she is very beautiful mm-hmm. but she like it's kind of like the way i don't know how she does it but it's like that's not the focus of it it's mm. like somehow like regardless of how good looking she is somehow the pictures are still like the piece of clothing she's wearing yeah. it, it's, it's a like u- the front unique piece yeah it is because she she makes the dresses to where basically your body shapes it so she's anyone can wear the dress and depending on your body shape it's going to look like you yeah so that's i think that's kind of what i find very important what you said you want to empower women and stuff that's her thing where she's like wear this shit you know be proud of your body look Mm -hmm. good in it so she yeah we we got to (laughs) talk i think you'd like oh my god i would love to talk to her yeah 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 but that but that's gilmar being gilmar his stuff's cool too yeah my my (laughs) shit's cool too yeah yeah for sure no i love that that you (laughs) immediately put somebody else on that is so me because i would be like oh but yeah you ever go to this store like that's because i'm i'm head of marketing so i got to make sure gilmar gets his shout outs yeah you're right (laughs) i'm not actually i'm head of journalism (laughs) (laughs) that's the other thing i wanted to ask you is how do you how do you choose the clothing you put in your store is it do you mostly center around like minimalism or or glam fashion or do you do all kinds everything so right now i'm having a hard time because i'm a very edgy person Mm. um like when I want to wear my clothing, I can really like get into it. Like this is like nothing. <laughs> and um, you know, Bucks County, they're they're conservative. Mm-hmm. They're safe. Mm-hmm. And so when I do have some of my clients come in, they're like, Oh, I just don't know where to wear this. Oh my goodness. I need to go find somewhere to go. And I'm just like, What do you mean? You can wear this at the grocery store or you can wear this at a restaurant. Like, cause I feel like Women need to wear sexy clothing for their boyfriend or husband when they go out to dinner. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I go out to dinner with my husband um, and these women are just wearing just like a shirt and jeans. And I'm like, oh, my God. And they're just like over the bowl of soup, just fucking (laughs) angry. I see him because my wife, my wife very much dresses to please me. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's like ladies out there that's like that's ridiculous but honestly like we have have such a happy relationship that like before we go out if I don't tell her how good she looks, like she demands to know whether or not it looks oh, good. that's great. I and like there's that. been times where I've like, my reaction, what, like, I was like, like, I always try and like, no matter what, you look good to me. Mm-hmm. But like, there's been times where like, I'm, I, I'm in the car and then a fucking completely different outfit comes out of the <laughs> house. I'm like, where, five minutes ago, you were wearing something else. It wasn't, it wasn't it. Oh, cause mm-hmm. she, she wants that reaction. Yeah. Like we're looking, like if my husband does not give me that reaction, I'm like, I'm not wearing this. <laughs> like, I do the same thing because I'm like, you know, I'm dressing for me and for you. Mm. and Which is important because the, the truth behind all that or the anecdote behind all that was our second date. Um, I met her like in Rittenhouse Square. And I was like sitting on the bench, like just like waiting. I was like probably on Instagram or texting or something. And mm. I looked up and she's walking up in this like bright red romper which I wasn't really a romper guy, you know? Like, <laughs> all the girls back then were just romping. They were romping And out. this outfit, I swear to God, every time she tries to, like, give it to Goodwill or something like that, I'm like, we're going to frame that shit. <laughs> like, oh, that outfit blew yeah. my mind. That, yeah. that outfit blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, yep, take I, my money. I'm going <laughs> to marry that girl. Yeah, we do. We went to A Kitchen. We went to A Bar. Then we went to some <laughs> club. And I was just like, 
this girl's dancing. We're drink. I was. I don't know what I'm doing here. This yeah. is getting. This is hot and heavy. Yeah. <laughs> now look at us. Yeah, yeah right. dude. That red romper's awesome. never getting thrown out. Nah, never, bro. I don't even care. I'll keep it like at the bottom of the drawer of like my sock drawer and just pull it. Out. <laughs> show it to your kid. You know what this is, kids? Yeah, this is the championship jersey. You guys wouldn't be anything. Yeah. Hadn't washed it. <laughs> yeah. So, I didn't. Prior to that, I mean, I was really young still, but prior to that, I had never been in a relationship where someone cared to please me that way. Mm, and so I just important. like, it was so new to me, but I just like instantly was appreciative, appreciative. <laughs> I appreciated okay. that like she was dressing to yeah. make me happy. And that was a foreign concept to me. But after I understood it, I was like, this is everything. Yeah. I mean, it's so important. You got to keep that spark. I feel like once we get married or in a relationship for a long time, we like just like lose ourselves. We get too comfortable and like, no, mm -hmm. you know, I am still putting makeup and looking like this every day just to remind him, like I got a hot wife, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's, so that's awesome. Important. And but awesome. that goes also into like you, as a business owner, you as a mom, yep. the way you dress, like everything seems to be like because you care about it. Yep. And I think people lose touch with that. Sometimes people don't even know it at all, but it, it's sad to see when relationships, um, even a relationship with yourself yep. kind of dwindles away. You, you see it when people probably come into your store like they might not be doing that great yep. and next you know they leave the store looking a little bit better oh in life. yes i have some moms that it's come in there with their kids good. and they go out leaving like oh my god i can't wait to like try this or they come back like my husband loves you <laughs> i put this dress on and they he just like just so happy and they come back and they start shopping some more do you have any new stuff like it's really it's rewarding for me to see my clients happy and posting and I'm seeing them wear and they look amazing. And I will tell you, like if you like get a dress off the rack, I'm like, that dress is not for you. Mm -hmm. I will tell my customers that I will I am not about like, oh buy bye bye bye. I'm about like um presentation. So if you're you're if a woman picks out a dress and I know she's not going to look, I'm going to tell you, but I have a better dress for you that you're going to look amazing in. Yeah. That one is not for you. So, you know, some are happy. I'm like not happy when I say that, but then they do leave happy after yeah. I show them a, something that will look, that does look good. On yeah. Them, I wouldn't so. want to be lied to, you know, I want exactly, someone to be honest. But a lot them. of people do that. A mm -hmm. lot of retailers, they lie. And I'm like, Oh, that looks great. And I'm just who told you to buy that shirt? <laughs> no, you should not be wearing that shirt. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with like telling something like, hey, you know, that doesn't look good on you because this will. Yep. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. a lot of times people are, I guess, maybe feel helpless that like if this does, if this one outfit doesn't look good on me, none of these outfits will look yeah. good on me. Mm -hmm. That would be me. <laughs> I'd be like, this isn't working. I quit. <laughs> um, that's really cool. So I guess like my next set of questions or like my next curiosity is because you have such a diversified offering mm -hmm. and, you know, you have to purchase these things or get them from somewhere. What does the back end of the business look like in terms of sourcing the product? Like how extensive is that? Oh, God, it's a lot. It's like you got, so we're actually prepping ourselves to get ready for the fall line because that's like. How I'm, soon will the fall line come out? 
So we're going shopping in New York in September. Mm. Um, it's like a huge thing that they bring, like all different designers, like over thousands of designers are in like one place and in New York. And Is this like an exclusive kind of? Mm-hmm. Yep, event? you have to register and everything. They just don't allow anyone to come in. And you and these are designers from all over the world. Um, and you look at their stuff. And um, sometimes I'll do it in like a day. But that's a lot of mental work. And I'm like, duh, by the time, by the end of the day. So this time I'm doing it for two days. So I'm staying overnight in New York with my, my man, with Mildred. And um, yeah, that's what we do. We look. We also do our research, too of like what styles are in and for the fall what colors are in uh what's the fall color we look in I look into all of that and um yeah and then we go once we figure out what we're looking for because you have to go in there with the plan if you don't go in on a plan it's like a chicken with no head mm-hmm. um and I see a lot of people in there that go in there and they're just like all over and that was me the first time when I went to one of them I was like a chicken with no head I was like oh my god what that? so I always bring somebody that's like which is Mildred. And Mildred is also has a great eye to tell what's good quality and bad quality. She is just like the fabric and everything and the stitch, how it's made. So I know I'm getting, I'm ordering good stuff because I have her and she'll tell me. Um, so we'll do that. Um, and we like figure out inventory and all that. So it's a lot. I'm like excited, but also I know I'm going to be exhausted. So I guess... This is good for me to be asking these questions because yeah. I know absolutely <laughs> zero about this. Uh-huh. Um, but I've bought, I've gone to like international builder shows. Mm-hmm. And so it's maybe not the same. Do you go in there saying like, this is what I'm trying to bring to the store? And then you kind of seek that out? Or do you go in there with like an open mind and see what the designers brought you? Like oh. how, when you when you say you have a plan, like what? I like, seek those designers out. Okay, so you know what designers you're looking for. Yep. Yeah. Um, sometimes I don't. Like right now, I'm like, okay, I know who what the designers I'm going back to because now I have some. I'm faithful to some designers because their stuff. Because once you find good quality clothing and how it's made, you want to stick with them. So I found a couple, not a lot, a couple. So I'm gonna go directly to them, which makes my life so much easier. But then you do come across whatever catches my eye which is really hard to catch my eye, I will come across a piece like, oh, wow, that looks amazing. I need to go over there and talk to that designer. Sometimes they're there, or sometimes there's people there that work for them. I like it when they're there because I like to, like, it's like I like to play with their mind. I like to, like, see how they think, where they get their inspiration from. I love that type of stuff. So um, I'm really looking forward to meeting something new like finding somebody new and have something unique to bring here for the fall fall is my favorite season um it's boot season yes (laughs) but i wear boots all year round but yeah i love the fall so i'm like really looking forward to it Mm -hmm. um so it's a lot but it comes with the territory the territory so right yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah so when you when you're going into the fall and you're like putting your strategy together, are you kind of thinking along the lines like, I need to get you know this many jackets, I need yep. to get this many dresses, I mm-hmm. need to get this many you know tops yep. in these sizes. Like you have like a, a mm-hmm. battle plan. Yep. And then do you you leave a little bit of room in there for kind of like wild card shit? Yeah. Like you just like oh I didn't 
I saw that dress over there. Like that's coming home with us. Wild card. Yes. So those are ones that are like statement that huge, like, whoa, like statement pieces, yeah, okay. statement pieces that I wasn't that, you know, I have clients that come in that do like to go, that go out and uh, want to like be that person that's unique and nobody else is going to be having this and all that. So, yes, I do come across that and I have a budget for that um, aside for those pieces, too. So. Yeah, it's always good to have a plan because if you go in there, you're just going to go over your budget. Mm-hmm. So, Jeez. Yeah. So what do you do with the product that's left over from the summer? I save it for next summer. Yeah, because yeah. it's such – the stuff's so legit that – Yeah, nothing – I mean, so many things come back, and, like, you know, that's why you have to be careful not to get too many statement pieces because nobody's not going to wear them, so you got to, like – fall back and get like more like conservative pieces as well and i think i that makes sense yeah i was like in the beginning i would just like start getting like just only statement pieces i'm like wait well this is not my closet even though it says linnell's closet this is not my closet because my closet is oh my god <laughs> a hot mess yeah. like it's just all different designers from all over and my friends make fun of me all the time like where do you get these pieces from I don't see anybody's help like having them. And that's, I don't shop with big brand designers. Mm-hmm. Like people always ask me like, where, like, do what you got? Like Versace, Gucci? I'm like, no. Like I've been naming designers, designers and they're like, I never heard of that person before. I don't really buy, you know, younger me when you like, you think that stuff's important might've, mm-hmm. but as I got older, just having, you know, spending you know a lot of money on a shirt and then just have like the company's name on the front of it i'm that's what you're paying for you're I'm paying, paying for the name for to walk around yep. and just flex and i just realized i was probably early 20s where i literally just started wearing cotton t-shirts and nice jeans and just some decent yeah. shoes and if you i don't know it just worked for me i kind of felt like it just generic I mean, sometimes because but you can still look fly and not wear those brick those big names because you really are just paying for the name yeah that makes yeah. a lot of sense because mm-hmm. you're just like oh hugo boss made that shirt i guess i can go to yeah. a thrift store and have you looking like a celebrity yeah like, i love i love thrift stores yeah like oh my mm-hmm. god me too especially the ones in like brooklyn and they're like the best ones to go because you find like the most unique pieces in mm-hmm. there yeah it's like really nice stuff so. so going back a little bit, you were saying like sometimes people don't have, you know, reasons to get dressed up or do anything. Yeah. Would you ever would you ever be interested in doing like a black tie event? Oh, yeah. I mean, like me, <laughs> me and Jack, you're always talking about like uh, like different events, like doing so we're actually planning something like that in the ball. OK, yeah, because we yeah. were thinking about doing like a gala. God, yes. Because I used to, when I lived in the city, Philadelphia, not mm-hmm. the city, um, I was a member at the Union League, mm-hmm. and th- their black tie affairs were sometimes like a really good time mm-hmm. in getting everybody out and dressed up. Yep. A little bit different of a crowd. Um, I think our crowd would be a little, you know, more fun, perhaps. Oh, yeah. But God. I think when you, when you said that maybe people are more conservative in Bucks County and they don't have events and stuff. Maybe it's because those event events don't exist. Yeah, that's very true. Um, you know, I living in New York, there's an event every night, you yeah, know, city never sleeps. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I used to go to events like every night, uh, especially where I used to, where I would work. Um, I used to work in a financial district and I used to always go to have to go to the events. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it's I listen. I would have one every weekend. It was up to me. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's definitely. I think that would be a great idea. I'm like down for that because I love dressing up and having a good time. Yeah, because yeah, I think that would be a good way. It would be cool to kind of like do something like that, like either on your own or together. Yeah. Um, because we can we we know something about promoting events. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. This isn't our first rodeo, and yeah, I just think it would. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't want to go to the city. But I want to still do city stuff. It should be here. I'm like, why not? Like, why do we have to go? First of all, I do not feel safe going to the city. So, like, Philadelphia, not New York, but Philadelphia. You know, and why do we have to drive that far? I mean, mm-hmm. like, we have... People have kids. They have things yeah. to do the next day. It would be it would be cool to do one, I don't know when. Like, Christmas time is tough with everybody in the holidays. Yeah. But maybe, um, you know, we'll talk, I guess, get some ideas going. But it'd be cool... Also, for you, if, like, we were to do something like that, it would get you an insane amount of exposure. Oh, yeah. Because the people, like, guys wear tux. Mm-hmm. There's Easy. You can go and get a little stylish with it, but it's not, that's not the point. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you look neutral and you let your lady, you know. Match you. Blast off. Yeah. And I think it would be cool to kind of market it as such that, you know, go to Lonnie and get, your dress yep. for the event and they just kind of have like not a fashion show but a kind of like a coming out party for some of oh, these people because yeah. like a lot of these ladies haven't worn stuff like that in a long time or maybe ever yep. and it would be cool to see everybody not in their civilian clothes yep i totally agree um i think we just gave birth to a party yeah yep. Uh, my husband's like, you're always trying to find somebody to have a party. I'm not <laughs> surprised that you convinced them to have a party. I'm like, it was, I'm going to tell them it was not. Oh, no, we do, we do it on our own. Yeah. <laughs> we do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves, yeah. yeah. I think I really enjoy, um, I'm an introvert faking it as an extrovert. <laughs> I, like, people don't believe that, but Gilmar knows. Like, there's, <laughs> most of the time I don't want to do things like that, but I've, I've realized, like, uh, the podcast has helped a lot with this where it's like the personal connections we made like incrementally. And then we started having the events here. We've had yeah. a couple like in between like, or before these events and it's really easy to come into a room where you know, everyone. Oh yeah. And that's why we kind of wanted to start doing the events that we're doing here because we had interviewed so many people mm-hmm. and we had made these friends some of the people we made because like we interviewed jackie and then someone's like oh you you know we know you from the podcast and next you know i have that friend that you know wasn't ever on the show so yeah. the, the community kind of grew and it was like why don't we get all these people together yep. because most of the people we've interviewed are doing really cool things mm-hmm. so like, we're just gonna get all the cool people we know and, and we're gonna put them in the room together and see yeah. what happens yeah so yeah. it'd be cool to do that but something high class. I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get us started. We'll be like, <laughs> so yeah. what? Let's pick a date. Let's pick a date. Like the <laughs> yeah. next day. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely, well, I guess we'll have to like look into it. Maybe, yeah. We're obviously going to do more than one yeah. event. But yeah. I mean, maybe like, because there's different times of the year where there's nothing going on. Yeah. That's so where true. We're just kind of like, why don't they we don't, get people to I don't to really go? think this area has like a gala. 
Like no, they're about to though. I, they are. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, yeah. It. I mean, I've this, been to Newtown's gala, and that at was the fun. Knack. At the knack. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if we're trying to have that kind of gala. <laughs> <laughs> trying to have something sophisticated. I'm trying to have something like exclusive. Yeah. I don't. I don't need 300 people. Oh yeah. God. I need. I need like 70. Yeah. I want because when you make it like Jim Worthington's doing his own thing and that man knows what he's doing. So shout out to that. But I'm not that's not really I'm trying to do small and like get people actually talking to each other. Yeah, it's very important because it's hard to do when there's when there's so many people there. They always stick to like. Their groups. Mm. Yeah. And then you get that like eighth grade dance thing yeah. going on where people yeah. are just like, I'm going to sit at the table. Yeah. Nah. Oh, I'm going to sit at this table with my friends and not talk to everybody. But nah, you know, if you I keep know. it small enough where people are forced to be like, oh, I didn't talk to them yet. Yeah. And it's so awkward that I haven't yet. You got to get everybody mingling. Oh, yeah. And that's from what I've seen is kind of like that's what we're trying to do. At least. Yeah. I mean, because uh, the last event, I'm going to be at the, uh, the event next week. Jackie's like, you have to come to this event next week. And I'm like, okay, I'll be there. What's that, the Newtown one? No, your event. Oh, this yeah. event. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, you have to come. That's yeah. True. yeah. You have to come. You have, you to, have come. to come. Yeah. Now, especially now that we're friends. Yeah. Hopefully you read our energy <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah. I didn't taint Gilmar's energy. <laughs> You're like, I couldn't get a read on Gilmar. <laughs> I just don't say anything. Just and it was so funny because Jackie's like, Gilmar's a little quiet. I'm like, and now I'm like talking to you. I'm like, he is? <laughs> well, do we We've made we've made changes because you yeah. the way like one of the benefits of moving the podcast here like the way the room where we were recording it Gilmar was behind a desk so okay. he would have been sitting like over there with his computer stuff okay and I kept just being like Gilmar needs a camera on Gilmar and Gilmar would be like no I don't <laughs> and I'm like well you have so much to offer the show and then sometimes there's like who's this guy talking in the background we don't see him <laughs> and then so we started implementing the camera and then this opportunity came up and we were talking about how we were going to set it up and I was like you're going to sit next to me we're going to put the equipment on the table so people can see how much shit you're doing yeah that's a like, lot of stuff Gilmar's doing a lot while we're talking so when people are like oh he's not saying that much I'm like yeah because he's clicking buttons he's googling <laughs> stuff we used to have a TV monitor so we'd be pulling up videos and like reading Amazon reviews of <laughs> shitty products and things like yeah. that so it's we've, we've kind of we've gone to another level as journalists mm-hmm. that's nice so and but like I think it you know it, it made sense to get more like more out of Gilmore because it was like started like I edit the shows. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like, dude, what did you just say? You sound so stupid. I'm like, I would <laughs> listen to myself talk and ask these questions. And I'm like, I really wish Gilmar had a question at that point because I just sounded <laughs> dumb. So it was really selfish, uh, selfish of me to get Gilmore more involved because I was literally just trying to keep myself from doing dumb shit. So, so, so Gilmore is also an asset. Yeah. So, um, you're you're in construction. Yeah. What kind of construction do you do? Um, I do like higher end residential, custom homes, and like renovation. outside or inside or the whole house. The whole house. Oh, okay. Um, but also like additions, remodels, um, kitchens. If people ask. Awesome. Um, but yeah, mainly uh, mainly have been building custom homes for the last couple of years and a few additions, but the market. Um, I have a lot of customers looking for land, mm-hmm. but if you know anything about Bucks County is there's not a lot, a lot of land left. That's, there's a lot of country, but yeah. a lot of that land's protected. So for, to oh, find yeah. people land, it's kind of gotten hard. So 
you know, I'm focusing a lot on um, large remodels mm-hmm. and convincing people that want to build custom homes to buy a house and, and then like build off of that. Let me, you know, do something wild with that. Well, you can come to my house because I need something like wild done to my house. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you're trying, like I, we focus really heavily on like the quality of the build. Yeah. Our house is old because um, we like old houses because I feel like those are the ones that are like the best built. Unlike today's houses mm. are not as built, good quality. But um, oh my god, it's unless they're out. built by me. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Of course. Gilmar, yeah. Gilmar's like running around construction sites with a camera chasing after me, like <laughs> just me just yelling quality shit at the camera. Yeah. Just being like, they were doing this. <laughs> we're doing this. We're Gilmar's doing like, this. you need to explain that again. <laughs> like, I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I need to get it too. No, yeah. Yeah, Andrew does some cool shit. And Gilmore, you're a designer and a journalist. (laughs) Um, And you like burgers. Yeah. Um, What else do you do? Gilmore is a content creator extraordinaire. Yeah, I do everything. So I I guess a lot of people have been, I I get asked a lot, what do you do? And I'm like, shit, what don't I do? I do a lot of shit. Yeah. There's there's parallels to what you guys do. You make people feel and look good. (laughs) He makes people feel and look good. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I help People look good, okay. I guess. I, I would say I'm, I'm a creative director. I do it all. I do web design, logos, uh, photo, video, anything, everything. So you're just always busy because that's major. That's like all the time. Yeah. We're trying to get to a point where it's the only thing I do. Yeah. You know, aside from like my nine to five. I and journalism. Wanna, and journalism. And you journalism. You know, we're, yeah. we're actually in the. Top story. Yeah. <laughs> top story. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're in the throes or not the throes, but currently ramping up to you know see if i can get myself to to have my own thing full time yeah and work with people and not so much for people okay it's happening yeah it is happening (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm I'm forcing it down the pipe yeah man. (laughs) every day i'm texting gilmore i'm like you gotta do this you gotta do that you gotta make this happen you're the best yeah i'm the best uh gilmore has this um i don't know if it's a natural talent or it's developed but he has this way of capturing people's character in pictures and video where some people take pictures. Mm-hmm. Gilmar captures souls. Yeah. Like oh. it's a weird, it's a weird. No, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, but no, like, so not social media. Like we're not doing, uh, Gilmar's not doing posting like Jackie and doing like that side of the yeah. business. Mm-hmm. Um, purely content creation like making videos taking pictures but he just did one for um a gym i'm part of like a jujitsu gym and the pictures got released into the dropbox and i was scrolling through there and the pictures of people that i know very well Mm -hmm. i'm like so i know these guys extremely well and i'm looking at these pictures and they're just like yeah that's that's him like the way the pic i don't know if it's the angle if it's it's definitely not the equipment because we we like we all can buy nice cameras yeah but when I take a picture of someone and then Gilmar takes a picture of someone there's this um like I, I don't know this X factor in the picture where that person looks like who they are like you don't need to know who that person is you can kind of like hear their voice in you're that like that guy sounds like this like, so when you meet them if you've never s- talked to this person before and then you meet them you're like Holy shit. It mm-hmm. happened with, um, who did it happen to me with? Cause I know pretty much everybody, uh, Josue, mm. your friend, Josue, now my friend, Josue. Yeah. When <laughs> I would look at pictures of Josue, like in the studio or like filming a music video and you would be taking pictures of him 
And then when I met Josue, I was like, that's so fucking weird. <laughs> that's him. Because I literally <laughs> knew him already, and I'd never heard his voice. I didn't know a lot about him. But there's, I don't know if you even know what it is you're doing. It's just I do. your yeah you do yeah oh got, shit it's my Dude, skill. let me switch sides of the table here <laughs> well what, what are you doing now like, what are you um, looking for because the way I look at life I look at everything in in frames so to me every every day is a movie like I look at certain people and I I can just my makes it look like a movie I don't know if that makes any sense mm-hmm. because aesthetics is something that I, I love and I pay attention to so for example right now I'm looking at you and you're my, in the, in the third of the, of my frame of view, so mm-hmm. to me this looks kind of cinematic. It's raining behind you, this and that. When I look yeah. at Andrew, he's centered to me right now. So I look at things like that, and I also feel like I, when when I take a photo, I'm in a certain mood. So it's like, what mood am I feeling? But this all happens like this. Like I'm like, hey, I feel like uh, I want to create perspective. So I go back here. This is in in the frame. This is in the frame, and then you're in the frame. Then it's what's behind you. Yeah. So I think it's. It depends on how I'm feeling, how I feel that that person's feeling. Because uh, I, I feel like I can somewhat read energy really well. Mm-hmm. So sometimes in, in the snap of a finger, I can I can read the energy in the room when I have a camera in my hand. I'm like, okay, this feels right. That feels right. And then to go a step above that is when I'm editing. You know what? I look at the, the raw photo and I'm like, what what emotion do I want to give this photo? Or what did I feel in the in the time that I took this photo? And then I, I manip- manipulate colors, textures, and that's kind of how I give a photo a feeling. Um, so that's kind of what I do when, when I create content. Ladies you know? and gentlemen, that's called art. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really is. And yep. this, isn't a, this isn't a knock on, you know, there, there are a lot of people that own, quote unquote, social media businesses. Yep. And they're like, we're going to make your business look a million dollars. You like you. You guys are performing a service, but there is a curriculum that Gilmar has like put into himself mm-hmm. to make it like it's worth every dollar because there's no way that these people are just showing up with their iPhones and making you look like a human being. It's like oh, quick, took a picture of this sandwich. Oh, took a picture of this. Like I've seen Gilmar take pictures of food, uh, construction. Um, music artists you've filmed music videos like the pictures of your girlfriend are insane um, you've taken pictures of me <laughs> Rambo, um, Rambo. Yeah. like landscapes um, and, and it applies to all of those things yeah. it's not like you're just I'm taking pictures of houses and mm. you're really good at that and then you're like portraits suffer a little bit like mm-hmm. all of your work is to that level. So like when we started talking about like helping him go out on his own, like this conversation started years ago and yeah. we had hiccups. Um, the reason I wanted it to happen so bad was cause like, I was like, dude, there is no reason that you should not be doing this like for yourself. Cause you're so good at this. Like it should be shared with everyone. He's the truth. <laughs> like to think so. Truth yeah. media, dude. <laughs> Truth media. Yeah, because at one point, like, Gilmar was working f- f- with me full time. And, like, I'd always be like, dude, we got to do more with you. Like, you, you have so much talent that, like, you can't. You're like a racehorse. We're keeping you in the stable. Like, you, our houses are beautiful. And you make them look as they seem and as they are. And you captured the care behind them. But 
there are so many more people that need to benefit that same similar with like her store, like mm -hmm. more, more ladies. And then eventually like men's fashion maybe opens up or some other Avenue opens up for you because like more people need to feel good, not less people. Yep. And that's like the same, that's really the a weird parallel between the two of you is that like you guys make people feel good and I personally don't think there's enough of that. Oh God, mm -hmm. no. So if someone's threatened to approach, like Gilmore's a very quiet guy, so like I'm always advocating for him mm -hmm. and going up to people and being like, people message me and be like, why is that, well, like who did this? And I'll be like, Gilmore, I, like if you wanna talk to him, I will make this happen. Like just go up to him. The same things with you, like do you ever find people like too intimidated to come into your store because they're just like, I'm just not fashion. Like people don't feel like they deserve it. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, oh, I just don't have the body for it, or like, like, what do you mean? How do you combat <laughs> that, like, that, like, um, apprehension? I just don't accept it. I'm like, no, let's look, man. Let's start trying stuff on. Mildred, get some stuff together. Let's get that dress right there. Get the. I start getting myself to work like right away. It's so like, when they leave, their you you want them to leave the store a believer. I want them to believe that they are a freaking celebrity and they look bomb. Like, yeah. Like, the de like, they look like they feel like they're Beyonce when they leave. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. how I want them to. And and I have had um, customers that come in that are, like, um, a survivor of breast cancer and they had to, like. Um, Mastectomy. Yep. And she just was not feeling confident about herself. And it was a very emotional, like one of the most emotional clients that I had. And she left feeling amazing. And it's like, I'm getting choked up a little bit because yeah. thinking about it to know their woman and, you know, and um, yeah, I actually uh, gave her the dress because it was just a special moment. Sorry. It was a very. And so when I have moments like that, I, I use it as um, it, when it's like special like that to me, I want to remember that. And I feel like it was a reason for her to come in and to help me help her feel that way. And so, and I'm the owner and I can do whatever the fuck I want. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, when I come <laughs> I across, love that. and so when I come across like special moments like that, you know, I'm like, this dress was made for you. So mm -hmm. take it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, How soon into opening this store did you get that um, like, did your tank get filled in that way where like people, you, you were like, I'm on the path here. Like, I know this was, or did you like set out, did you know when you opened the store that that's what you wanted to do? Like, like, I guess like, when did that happen? Oh, I knew like, that's what I wanted to do. Like right away. That's because the whole vibe when I was just shopping around here and just in the women I saw shopping in the stores and how some of these retails were interact with them. I was just like, oh my God, like, come on, make them feel amazing. Make me feel amazing when I'm in your store. And like, I wasn't getting that. I'm like, why is nobody offering me champagne? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, and it was just all this stuff like happening in my head. And I'm just like, why is it like this? You know, COVID happened. So then now everybody definitely don't want to like talk to you, you know? So I wanted to bring it back. I wanted to open up a store. Cause I was like, why didn't you just do an online boutique like everybody else does? Because I'm like, I want to interact with people. I want to, I want to bring it back. I think everybody, the, the conversation right now is AI and how AI oh, yes. is going to take over everything. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to Gilmer at this at nauseum. I think the AI thing is going to have the reverse effect as to what people think because mm -hmm. AI is going to like, 
replace like you're already seeing it with pictures and things where AI is yep. creating this stuff. People are going to long for the human connection mm -hmm. and the old way of doing things yep. because AI is just so like it's it's going to always come up short. Yep. Like you cannot take the soul like computers. Take the soul. No. Human like. beings are the most sophisticated computer system on earth. Like we have processing and things going on here. This this desire to like build a computer that can be like us. We are going to come up short on that for hundreds of years. Yep. I'm confident in that. So I'm like bring on AI. Like maybe we get a few jobs canceled, like whatever. We'll make new jobs. But the the events we're having the podcast like all of these face-to-face -face interactions are going to yeah. become so important one of the realizations i had was i had i've had people in the past like steal my pictures from our work and like try and market that as their own oh, either like far away geez. or even locally like when the internet was kind of first getting off i'd be like yeah bro like i'd email you and be like that's that kitchen you have on your website bullshit like yeah. google search like you know that's not yours mm -hmm. like it's so easy to figure that out and i think what's going to happen with ai is you you're going to be like oh i want a new kitchen and be like you're going to go to someone's website you're going to be like is that a real kitchen yeah is that ai generated so then i'm going to be forced to have good relationships with my customers yeah and i'll be like you want to see a good kitchen we're going to this house right now get in my truck you're going to have to have by word of mouth that's like how you're going to get your business by word of mouth because the you can't old believe way everything yep so mm -hmm. I really think that like what you're doing is only going to become bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then what you're doing, like capturing people for real and those like OG pictures are going to be even more valuable. And then I, yeah. I had a customer, not a customer yet, like a potential client. They were talking to me on the phone and they're like, well, like blah, 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 this, or, you know, they were trying to vet me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know <laughs> what? I'll give you the phone number, uh, like I'll give yep. you three phone numbers right now. You'll call my customers. You, they'll let you come to their house right now. Yep. And she was kind of like, oh, and I probably got a little aggressive with my response because like I, like I will ruin the competition on this <laughs> phone call right now because I, I want to have a relationship with my customers at the end of the day. Like I want to be able to see you in the grocery store when I occasionally go there yep. and bump carts and be like, oh, like how are you doing? How are your kids? Like I'm also, some of our projects are very lengthy Mm -hmm. By the time I leave, if I'm in your house for three months or three years, you're like friends. I, I know your kids. Yeah. Like I know yeah. their their soccer schedule. It's like I'm a part of your your world then. Yeah. And then, you know, a long time ago, Gilmar caught me saying like what we did. I don't know how he caught like this recording, but I was like basically like we're creating a space for people's lives to happen in. Yeah. And if you don't respect that, like you have to build this room so nice because the biggest memories of these people's lives are going to happen here. Yep. And it's so very important. It's really cool that you there. It's great for you because nobody else is doing it, mm -hmm. but it's also cool for the community of currently just women in the area that like, are like, Oh, like I wish I had a place. And then like, as more people find out about you, like I only see great things happening for your store. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You know, that's, it's very important. Um, sometimes when you open up a store, like you get lost, like what is your purpose? What, like, um, what is like, what is the meaning behind all this? And when people come in, you know, cause sometimes when I do go in boutiques, I get lost. Cause mm -hmm. I'm like, what is the purpose? Like what, what made you like 
want to open up a boutique like because there's just so much stuff in here and i'm like getting overwhelmed so they don't have like a theme or they don't have like a a vibe no no it just has everything in there so it's like okay so you know i always like felt like i need to have a reason like why and like what is this and so it's it's my passion and i think when you have a passion and a purpose i think that's what makes you like stick out from everybody else mm-hmm. instead of just trying to do what everybody else is doing. So that's the most important thing. Damn. What are you like a Capricorn? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> that was so I was funny. Like, Dude, I felt violated. <laughs> yeah. Capricorn, you were just like, oh. She's like, what's your what's your birthday? January eighteenth. <laughs> got you. I got you in my sights. That's hilarious. No, because you are my husband's a Capricorn. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So you like definitely have his whole vibe. So that's why I was like, he must be a Capricorn. Mm. Um, shout out Lonnie's husband. Shout out. Yeah. Hey shout baby. Out. Um, let me, let me think. Let me think. I'm trying mm. to think of your sign. Hold on. I won't be offended by anything you say. So. <laughs> Just to mm, not add any pressure. <laughs> let me think. Um, Aquarius? No, I'm a Capricorn. You're a Capricorn too? Yeah. But that was real close. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, December 28th is my Okay. Yeah. She. What about you? What do you do? Crabs like up a Virgo or Gemini? Yes. Nope. No? Mm-mm. Leo. Mm-mm. Damn it. Uh. Aquarius. I don't know. I ran out of Scorpio. Scorpio. Okay. So what? Like, why did you? How did you know I was a Capricorn? Like, what was the vibe? Um, Explain it, because I, I'm new to that world, so like, I don't. Like, know. very chilled, laid back. Okay. Um, I read a description of a Capricorn the other day, and I was like, oh, it sucks to be a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> Career no, driven. A yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's like what you were just like. The one, the one description, yeah, Mm -hmm. that was one of the descriptions. I was like, okay, that's spot on. Um, Successful. The one that I didn't like, which is like constantly something I'm struggling with. Like, I don't like to be burdened with bullshit. Like if you ask me dumb questions (laughs) and they, they might not be dumb questions, but if I see, (laughs) I see that question is taxing. I'm like so short with people. Like I have to. I had to learn to like catch myself. Oh my god! I'll be like, why the Customers. are you asking this? You god damn it! <laughs> it's not usually the customers. Okay. It's usually like people very close to me. Like my wife will ask a simple question, and I'll be like, what? Like, what do you don't see this right here? And then I'm like, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> or like we're we're in the process of moving right now. And the other day, like she's in charge of the move. Like I didn't even know our new address until this week. <laughs> and and I we I was like, all right, like we're gonna we're gonna move some of this stuff to storage. Like I came downstairs, I was working upstairs, came down, I was like, all right, what's going to storage? She's like, Well, what do you think? And I'm like, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you boxed all this stuff up. I don't even know what's in some of these containers. Like, just tell me what needs to go into storage. <laughs> and you could tell she was like not happy with me. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I fucked up. Just ruined the whole thing. <laughs> this, this is going to be until tomorrow. Kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's going to listen to this and be like, yeah, you're, you yeah, were messed up. You that just day. reminded me too. But so like I'm shit. very aware of myself yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So like I definitely like when I feel myself, I do believe in question fatigue as well. Yep. When you're kind of in a position like you or I or Gilmar, like you're owning a business, like you're 
getting asked questions a lot during the day. Yep. So as it gets later in the oh, day, yeah. if somebody you asks you some nobody. dumb question yeah. where you're like, really, you you felt like that was important enough to text me right now yep. and ask me that, mm-hmm. like that's a meaningless thing. I've had to learn to be like, well, it's meaningless to me, but you need to stop looking at that as a dumb question because yep. it, it makes me feel bad when I think that way. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Capricorn is hell over here. <laughs> do you feel that way as a Capricorn? Like, you're just like, what are you doing? Yeah, I talk to, like, 30 people a day, and then one person asks me a question, and I'm like... And it's always the person that's Damn. close to you, like... Oh, yeah, fuck. sometimes I'm like, ah, fuck, all right, I guess I'll respond. Or I just, like, roll in, just fucking angry as shit, and Gilmar's <laughs> just like, god damn it. <laughs> Would you just chill the hell out? Mm-hmm. No, I'm like, funny. I'm going to ask this person this question. He's like, do you think that's a good idea? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, basically, I'm like, oh, Gilmar's a saint, but boy, am I taxing that theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, bro, I think people misinterpret your intentions. So oh, maybe yeah. You should just like, uh, yeah, you said that. He's like, back. you're very fact driven, and sometimes that comes off the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, know it all. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, all right, because I, I want the information out of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Like, I want you to fast as possible, give me everything you know. That's my husband, and annoys the shit out of me. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. He wants to know all the facts, all the details, and then he's like, nope, that's not the right way. I'm going to tell you the right way to do it. This is the right way. And then he gives me a whole list. Blah, blah, and then, then he'll be like, if he's right, I told you that this was just going to happen. Why didn't you listen to me in the first place? <laughs> so it's just like, uh, I live with the cat. Yeah, like the beginning of the coronavirus was extremely taxing for me because I saw like the coronavirus coming. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, this is what's going to happen. I literally like you can get my wife on here and ask. We were in <laughs> Las Vegas. I was like, I'm going to buy so many masks right now. And she's like, why? And I'm like, I'm going to sell them to people. And she's like, that's terrible. And I'm like, okay. So we got home. I, I had water stockpiled. My mom, like we had water stocked at her house. Like, and she's like, what is all this stuff? I'm like. <laughs> In a couple of weeks, you'll know. <laughs> and then sure enough, like four or five weeks later, toilet paper wasn't available. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, I saw this coming. I knew this was coming. We did the same thing. Actually, I'm a little bit of like a hoarder like that. So I buy like a shitload of toilet paper and paper towels and like that. And I was just like, you know, my friend was like, you need to buy masks. So I just bought like a whole bunch. And like my husband's like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? You're being crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not. And yeah, sure enough, I like bam got shut down and he was just like okay I'm like, That's <laughs> yeah right. and then i was like getting in fights with people on like instagram or facebook because we were all locked down i had nothing better to do than battle <laughs> people i was winning medals daily oh, and like just shit. eliminating enemies there's people that still won't talk to me to this day because they know how right i was now oh. there was like there was things like I was like, dude, like we're locking all these kids up. I was like, you guys better get ready to be teachers or your kids will be dumb next year. <laughs> and people would message me like, how dare you say that? I'm like, well, you, I went to school with you. You're dumb. Like <laughs> you need to, you need to like team up and like find your neighbor that's good at math. And I was like saying this shit and catching heat for it. And then next thing you know, we're like reading the news today and it's like, oh, learning disabilities are at an all time high. And I'm like, oh, but it like, it pays zero dividends to be that way. Mm -hmm. So like I exhausted myself through that period to the point where I'm just like, I don't want to be this way anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it still like flares up, but you know, know, it happens. You You know, people just say like, you're like, oh, it's coming out. It's about to come out. Like you just can't help yourself. Yeah, like, but oh. no, having the awareness that you are a certain way, like you can't change everything about yourself, but it, I've gained a huge advantage like from that time till now to being like, 
honest with myself about how I am as a person. That's most And then thing. like improving the areas where I can. And so like the experience of being friends with me is more enjoyable. Like Are I'd you neat? Are you like very neat? I'm pretty, pretty organized. You labeled yeah. this like the other day. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I love about the like the best quality of him. my husband. He's neat. I'm a slob. And mm. he's like the neatest person ever. And I just love it. He loves folding clothes too. And oh, yeah. He like makes fun of me the way I fold clothes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Like, it's like great. I Yeah, so the way I, my wife in, in this move, most recent move is kind of like given up, I think, in some ways. <laughs> because... When we lived in the city, she was a firm believer that when we move, everything goes in bags because she can carry bags. And I'm like, that is the <laughs> dumbest idea I've ever heard. Everything should go in containers of similar size or portions so you can stack them and you get more in in a smaller area and carry it and store it. She's like, nah. And then this time around, she's like, do you want to go to Home Depot and get some of those black cases with the yellow lids? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going in containers. Nothing They're more. only $11.99 on sale right now. I'm Holy buying them all. Shit. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, Great when you, deal. When you, put, when you put like 100 books in one of those containers, you can't lift it anymore. She's like, mm-hmm. Dude, Bags. You're moving. He's moving. We're literally... It's coincidentally yeah, yeah. moving on the same weekend. Yeah. Oh, so God. Gilmar's like, can we cancel the podcast next week? Because we're moving. Worst. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And he's like, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We're moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. the worst. Moving is the worst. I hate it. Especially when your other person reads and has a library at home. Yeah. Dude, when you mention oh, the book thing, because my, my girl loves to read. Dude. She reads. The only person I know that reads more than her is probably Andrew. She or, doesn't do audiobooks. No, I mean, no, time she, for she loves the the f having a physical book in front of her. Yeah. So she reads so much. I think it's the coolest thing ever. But what sucks is that she buys so many books that we're moving. And, you know, if you put, I feel like with books, you need to put them in smaller boxes. Yeah. Because if you put them in a fat box, you're just not going to be able to lift it. I came up to a box in our. Uh, she keeps them? She doesn't give them away? She um, does. There's the information you need to keep on hand yeah, there's in case you want to read it again next week. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm reading the same book back to back right now so I can like have it all in my brain. <laughs> and then, but like, so I went up to a box. What's the book? I never um, know. It's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Oh, okay. It's an insane book. I actually bought a couple extra copies and gave, I gave one to one of the young men, like a 15 year old kid at the gym. Oh. And um, he's just a cool dude. And I was like, look, man, if somebody had given me this book and I actually read it at your age, life up until now would have been way easier and he looked at me kind of he, he was very appreciative and i like threw some you know i threw some money on the game and i was like dude if you read this book in the next 30 days and we have a conversation about it that i believe you i'll give you 100 bucks because oh. <laughs> 15 year old kids are motivated by money oh yeah but that the book was like insanely impactful in a lot of ways like the title is kind of fucked up it's how to influence people sounds manipulative but the book is really about just kind of um dealing with people in just like this very you know easy state and how to cater to other people mm -hmm. so that things are easier for you A an easier flow yeah there's no like a lot of my life i spent just like kind of just forcing things to happen mm -hmm. and i've read a lot of books like this now where i'm just like wow like if I knew this at 20 years old, Not how different how different would my life have been? How many more friends would I have made? Yeah. How would like would I have been a better listener earlier? Like things like that. So I love books like that. But I went up to a box full of books. 
plan to use that. <laughs> you must not have kids yet. Oh, uh, no. Why? Because you don't get a chance to be that much. I'll read still. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's a, it's, it happens. It's so hard being a business owner and, like, doing this. And it's, like, really hard. I would love to read. That's why I do audiobooks. Because it's, like, mm. um, I can listen to it in my car, my way, like, dropping my kids off. That makes a lot of sense. Or, like, I can have it on at Picked a box full of books. Yeah. Last night, maybe Ariel was like watching me too. She packed all the stuff, so I went over this one box and I came like give him a little kick. I picked it up a little bit. I was like, and she was like, "Is it is it good enough? Is it to your liking?" I'm like, "That's a box full of books. Like I don't. (laughs) I'm not trying to blow out any backs here." Yeah, right. (laughs) She gets heavy fast. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but we're also downsizing too. The house we live in right now is. Big. Too too big. Mm-hmm. We have rooms without stuff in them. <laughs> oh, that's one of those I situations. don't understand that. Stupid. I don't understand why people like live in houses that are like ten times and they're not even used. Like any like some of the rooms. Yeah, mm. it was one day we just woke up to it, and I, and I guess like kind of at the same time, maybe Ariel knew the whole time, and she just like was like whatever about it. But mm-hmm. after a while, I was just like. We need to get rid of this stuff. Like, we have some really cool furniture and art. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, what is all this stuff we have accumulated just to fill this space? Yep. And um, so, going to rent a cool place, cool, smaller place for a year. And, you know, we're in the, bur- we'll be in the borough now. So, it'll be kind of, um, I think I miss living in Philly, like, in this, like, Rittenhouse area. Just, like, yeah. being able to go out and... Yeah. And grab a coffee and like do that. Like everything I, closes early around here. Yeah. <laughs> For my liking. Yeah. We need to do something about that. Yeah, we yeah, do. It's too early. Have you guys been to Frost yet? Frost? No, I have not been. Yeah, I've I have that, that uh, like kind of like European cocktail lounge over. Or like, it's kind of like a, definitely gives me like a New York vibe when I go in there. The oh, snap. Yeah. So, like I felt like I was in a Russian's living room when I went in there. <laughs> really? Yeah, it just seemed like a very like Eastern European like there should be like just like a well, have fire. Up, have you been up to upstairs yet? To the exclusive upstairs? Yeah. Um, no. Oh. Are how you can exclusive? We get in, yeah. How can we get I'm into the exclusive, exclusive upstairs? No, I just like I want to go upstairs. <laughs> if you want, we can do that. Yeah, let's get bus power and numbers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your husband, me, you, Gilmar. Like, if there's like six of us and we just go hard at the stairs, can they defend? <laughs> no. I mean, rush. like, if it's exclusive, I was like, I feel like if you're gonna do that, you need to have a VIP parking. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you ain't wrong. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Like, you ain't wrong. I mean, like, why yeah. do I have to look for parking to go upstairs to exclusive that I'm paying for? Like, and I asked the owners that. I'm like, um. Where's my VIP parking? Why do I have to go <laughs> drive around looking for a parking lot? There's a, there's a place in New Hope that um, 
is kind of exclusive like that. And I think they do a little Odette's, bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. They do a pretty good job over there. And I think that the idea of exclusivity is cool, but it has to be done in a certain way. It has to be actually exclusive when you just like throw a rope on some stairs and this isn't a knock on frost. I don't know anybody there to mm-hmm. like to judge them. But like when you just throw a rope on some stairs and put a dude in front of the steps and say it's exclusive, like it's not to me. Yeah. I've been to so many places where it's just kind of like, yeah, what do you what do you have? Do you, what view do you have? Who is there? Yep. What what is exclusive? Like just having an exclusive spot like doesn't work. Yep. And that's the uh I guess that's kind of what we'll do with our coming um, back to our gala. Our gala. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like you yeah. it, invite yep. only and mm-hmm. Like, sorry, you can't just, like, buy your way in. Yep. You can't just, you know, do it. Like, we're, we'll handpick the people. I love that. So that the, the conversation in the room is amazing. So we're that the people show up in your dresses. Yep. Like, we might, I don't know if this is completely proper, but I, I might say in order to get in, the ticket is a dress. Ooh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Or something like that, like some sort of like to get in to get um, in the ticket. You have to be wearing this dress or yep. Or something Mm -hmm. of that like I don't want anybody showing up in bland gear. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or maybe like to get an invite, it has to be like uh, you know, you have to like I'm huge into charity. Charity is like another passion of mine. That's like my end game. I always think that charity should be like added on to it. Yeah. Not be like. Be a reason. Because I feel I like charity parties are the like, I just, it you like lose the focus. Yeah. Sometimes people, the, I like the money to be discreet. That's me personally. Mm-hmm. I don't want. That's how I am. I, when I'm mm-hmm. donating or when I'm like helping somebody with a business that are starting or like just helping people, I want to genuinely help that person. Mm -hmm. I don't, I see other people doing it and then trying to capture that clout or credit. Mm -hmm. And that's so distasteful for me. And I look down on it that I could never let myself do that. When we set up the pot, when we set up the event here, one of the questions the owner of 86 West like had of me was like, well, what are you guys doing for charity? And I had that conversation with him and he did offer a good perspective and he's like well you like the community is eventually going to start looking f- to you mm-hmm. for direction mm-hmm. like and you have the ability eventually as a business owner and then like what you're doing he was a he's a wise man that like you can direct that energy to things yep. and those things should be positive so i kind of changed in that one meeting i did change how i look at charity events or donating money um very quickly i was like oh damn that makes more sense than me being like discreetly donating yeah um well i mean like sometimes you don't want to be the the center it's that because you lose what the whole reason why you were doing it i'm the same way as you like i'm very discreet about it um i like to be hands-on and um it's like a another reward for me so um, I'm always trying to like get into something like, uh, right now, 
Um, I'm doing a project in Senegal, Africa, you know, but nobody would like know that until I told you, but that's like just one of my, like, you clout chaser. That's great. Yeah. So it makes sense. After he talked to me, he's a much wiser person and more successful than I am. So like I listened and it, it, yeah. it made a lot of sense to kind of, you know, well, like, yeah, people listen to our show. Like he's right maybe finding a charity or doing something like that like has a lot of has a lot of value like perhaps like you know me putting my ego aside and like you know doing that like maybe that helps the person we're trying to help more than me being mm -hmm. silent about it so and people are looking to help yeah people want to help they want to help so it feels and, good to help and they don't have selfish. direction they really literally don't know where to go mm-hmm so it's like, I mean, yeah, he's right. You would be a great way to lead people to show them, like, this is, hey, I'm doing this. Would you be interested? And because there are people out there who don't, but they just don't have a direction of where to start. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, charities out there. I like to look at charities, especially when they call me. There's ways to look up charities online. And what percentage they're taking. And, and what, what percentage yeah. they're taking mm -hmm. and what they're contributing. Like, I do not contribute my money. Unless you're the majority, if you're, if, if any actually, of your yeah. board of directors is collecting a salary, mm -hmm. you're bullshit. Yep. Your organization has gotten too big. You got to be grassroots for me, uh, mostly volunteer. I understand at a certain point you got to hire employees to like, you know, do secretary stuff yep. or content. Mm -hmm. You got to spend money to, you know, make it bigger. Yeah. But if you're the president of an organization and you're collecting a $300,000 a year salary from your charity, mm -hmm. you're on a hit list. <laughs> Maybe not mine, but you should be on somebody's list yeah. to yep. get, you know, but whatever, like that's another thing, but it would be cool to kind of do like, if we're going to do like the dress as tickets, like you could just like say like, Hey, like with your dress purchase, like we're donating, you know, to this women's organization or mm -hmm. like, I know there's like a battered women's shelter, like very local to us here that, um, we've helped in the past um through the gym i'm a part of and that i was actually i actually did community service there when i was a teenager so like that's my first i think like that's like one of the first things that i would probably contribute to yeah it's just like something like that mm -hmm. where it's like we want people to come here and look good and feel pretty but like there's other people out there that you need, yeah. our, need our help so like something like that I mean, because I would big. love i don't because something I don't, local don't know anything about helping locally i yeah. just go outside of people that I know from the outside. Like I would love to know more how I can help locally, mm. but I don't know. Cause I'm like new, I'm still new to this area. So like, if you, you know, we'll have to do some investigating. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Journalism. Journalism. Yeah. There you go. Shut up. Bring your face right up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know what I expected for this episode, but um whatever i did expect you like wildly exceeded that and Ooh. you're a very impressive person yeah and yeah. um i think we're like best I, friends guys now. yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah. i kind of feel like i mean on our side of the table like gilmore's a fashionista you in like a, a pretty dress shop i'm just like what am i gonna talk to her about <laughs> on the way over here i was like i hope i don't fuck this up <laughs> i was like there's a lot of riding on this people want to want to hear from this lady. like there has been people that'd be like oh you're having like you were coming on and they were, you know, yeah. so there was a little bit of a pre excitement. So that's when the pressure starts to build. It's like, Oh shit. Yeah. It's something we got to remember all the practice we're doing, talking to different people, reading these books. It's yeah. like coming to light, you know, we can talk to someone that we 
don't know yeah, or expect I nothing feel from. Like I'm talking to two people that I've known for a minute. Yeah. Like you, when I felt like very just smooth and like I can talk. Some people are just awkward. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, God, Jack, are these guys going to be awkward? Because I'm just like, you know, you know me. I'll be like calling them out right away. <laughs> yes, I'm just like, no. I'm like, all right. What did Jackie say about us? Like, what was the summary of like, hey, you need to go on this show? Or like, what? Like, how was this sold to you? Um, She said she did it. And I'm like, what kind of podcast is this? Do I have to like, just like watch what I say? Like, can I curse? She's like, yes. I'm like, okay, cool. Then I want to come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. You can yeah, that was it. All right, then I can come on. I, can yeah, come on. I think yeah. one, one of our like original like taglines, which is like still on the website, is like just like real people, re- like real stories. Like yeah. we don't. There, everybody's going on. Like everybody watches huge podcasts, but there's a value to the community we're in, and there are so many really cool people that you know. When we started the podcast, we didn't know what it was going to do, and then over time, it kind of became a Bucks County or like this area, yeah. tri-state, like whatever. We've had people from Jersey, New York, like a little bit in Maryland. Yeah. Um, But in like, after a while I was kind of like, I think I would have driving with my wife and I was like, I think we became a Bucks County podcast accidentally. <laughs> She's like, well, you had people on from like the local community. And then rather than fight that and be like, yeah. no, I want to be national. I want to be like Andrew Schultz or Joe Rogan. I really just was kind of appreciative. Love that drive. Love mm-hmm. it. I was just appreciative of just, well, like, there's, I actually looked up how many people live in Bucks County, mm-hmm. and was just like, well, we could have shows forever, and if somehow this got monetized eventually, there are enough people, there are enough eyes in Bucks County that, like, this could make money. Yeah. I mean, it's already kind of, like, indirectly made us money through, like, friends and connections and yeah. doing business that I'm more than happy to just keep doing this the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but people get to know what you guys are doing. You don't know that. Like, because, like, I'm, I, listen, I'm not really, I was never a huge podcast, but, like, what you guys are doing, it gets me to know other business owners here. Because I don't know nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, new girl in town. And um, it gives me a chance to know different people and their personalities. So then when I do see them, I can approach them like, Hey, I wouldn't like know what to talk to them about or something like that. Yeah. So I think what you guys are doing is great because you get to know a little bit about that individual, mm-hmm. like who you're wondering who, how they are and what kind of person they are and who, if you do want to talk to them or you don't want to talk to them, like I'm going to stay away from that person. <laughs> yeah. Freaking weirdo. That, <laughs> that means, that means a lot because yeah. We wanted to genuinely get to meet people and build our network and doing the show was kind of like in, it was very extravagant, but it was like an easier way to convince people to come meet strangers. Yeah. It's like, uh, if I just hit you up online and was like, Hey, you want to grab coffee and talk about your store? <laughs> You'd be like, who the f- is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this fruit booter? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, shit just, to do. I got <laughs> shit to do. I don't I'm have like, time Jackie, for your coffee. Who is this? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what I always do. When a random like message me, I'm like, Jackie. <laughs> so we, we really built it up with like all the cameras and the equipment and every, and the good audio because we wanted to give like you coming on the show. It's important for us to let you know how important that is to us. Mm-hmm. So by giving you kind of like, you know, doing the Instagram posts or being on the website and taking good pictures and like doing all that makes it like worth your while. Yeah. And then the third, honestly, like the least benefit of it is that like all these people get to listen to us. Yep. Get 
to selfishly get to know you. Like everybody's listening to you now and they know you now. Uh-oh. You don't know them. Yep. Like the only people that became friends here today are us. Yep. But like you now have all these people that listen that are like, I'm going to send my wife to this store. Yeah. I'm going to get some nice clothes out. Yeah, I'm going to have your wife looking sexy as fuck. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I mean... Dude, yeah. that's like that's Dude, a we wrap did it. that we did the yeah, that was like two hours. Cool. Yeah, if you did two hours, that's like you're, yeah, where oh. you're in. Yeah, yeah, you're if in. If we kick you out, yeah. if you're under four, if you're under an hour, <laughs> you're like let's let's wrap it. Yeah, up. we might try it some other time. I don't know. Yeah, we'll try this again. <laughs> I don't know if we have we have very few of them under an hour. Yeah, true. And some of them are because people had to like get in and out. Mm-hmm. Like Lance Bachman, we were like given. Oh yeah, that we was were like. You guys, once you sit down, like you got to be out of here by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 they were very nice to us, but that man's busy, so He's I busy. got yeah. we respect it. But when you get get sucked into podcast land, yeah, like you've we've looked up and been like, God damn, that was four hours. Yeah, like, Shit. nobody's gonna. We've had to like put out episodes, like four episodes from one episode, because we know people aren't listening to four hours. Oh God, no! <laughs> Unless like, they're like on a long road trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, those those ones are the most rewarding ones for us. Yeah, because you're like you leave and you're like, dude, we're we're family now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The four-hour family. Dude, we're two-hour family right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, do do we want to tell people your real name? Yes. Dude, you have to say it. Though. You have to say it. Alonzette. 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 It's so classy. That's so cool. <laughs> so, what? You got anything to add to this extravaganza? No, I mean, I I feel like we can sit here and talk to to you forever. Yeah. But too. you know, yeah. at some point we gotta cut it. Yeah, yeah we gotta, gotta, <laughs> gotta yeah. go home to my kids yeah. and my husband. Yeah, you got yeah, kids, dude. Man. So yeah. um thanks everyone for listening. Make sure we see you out on the event on August thirtieth. It's always gonna be the last Wednesday of the month, except for November and December. We're gonna put one in between Thanksgiving and Christmas because let's be real, nobody's coming out. Yeah. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's a joke. <laughs> and yeah, so we really appreciate everyone that's listening. Shout out to Lonnie and your beautiful store yeah, for out. making people happy. It's really huge. Um, <laughs> it's huge what you're doing for people. So if you're trying to look good, uh, check her out. We'll put her social media links in the bio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. It's all just like go down there, click on the link, go to the store, check her out. Have the champagne ready for y'all. Okay? There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then so this is Gilmar Andrew. Lonnie from Lonnie's Closet and Rambo on the floor. Uh, We're out. Peace out.